Hello, my beauts and beauties. Welcome back to another episode of You For You, a podcast for you, about you, to be a better you. This is your host and creator, Kadisha Campbell, also known as at I love your beautiful face on IG. What's up, you guys? It's been a while. I hope you guys are doing well. I've missed you guys so much. I'll be honest, things got really hectic with school and work and just life in general. So with that, I did end up taking a break from social media. I will say the little hiatus that I took really did put a lot of things in perspective for me. Um, A lot of the topics that I had when I brainstormed those ideas months ago, now I have so much more knowledge on those topics from a lot of things I've been exposed to in the past couple months that now I'm able to broaden the topic. This is actually the first time I've ever taken a break from social media for as long as I've had social media, which has been for about nine years now. So I think it was kind of needed. At first, this started off as an experiment. If you have an iPhone, you know that every week it tells you your screen time. It has it broken up in different categories and it will tell you exactly how much time that week you spent on specific apps. My screen time in general was very, very long. And then on top of that, my highest category was social media, social networking. And the highest app in that category was Instagram. And I'll take that um, because Instagram is one of my favorite social media apps. I'll say it's in the top two, but it is two. I love what it has to offer. You know, ever since it came out, I've always liked being on there. And as the years go on, you know, new things were being developed on the app and things like that. And I really got sucked into it. So it's true. I did spend a lot of time on Instagram. So I really just started to monitor myself when it came to social media. You know, if I picked up my phone and went on Instagram, I would say, what are you on Instagram for? And I really mentally would think about, okay, I opened this app for what? Was it a message? Am I looking up something that I heard about? Am, is it a hot topic that's blowing up on social media right now and I want to get the inside scoop? Like things like that. I realized that I was just on the app because 75% of the time I was bored and I wanted to pass time. So if I was at the grocery store, I would just automatically pick up my phone and open Instagram. I wake up in the morning, automatically open my phone, open Instagram. I would be getting in my car waiting for it to warm up, automatically open my phone, open Instagram. Like it was like a reflex. I would just unconsciously do it all the time to the point that it was excessive. Then I realized that it really started to take away my focus on a lot of things. And I'm not just picking on Instagram. These are, this is all uh, social media apps. Really started to take away my focus on important things I need to be doing. And not just academically, but just in my life, like things that needed to be getting done wasn't getting done because I would open one of the apps and just be scrolling and scrolling and scrolling like indefinitely. So that was one of the other reasons why I decided just to take a little break. It was definitely challenging in the beginning, especially when it came to being in public. I forced myself to be there mentally and not mentally in my phone. That was something I really wanted to get down. And it was an interesting experience because then again, you know, everybody's looking in their phone, you look around and you're like, wow, are we even really here? During that time, I also decided that um, when I do return to social media, I'm going to, yes, monitor my screen time as best as I can, not let it take over my days. Even now, we're on break from school and I could be, you know, on all the apps, going down, going down, catching up on what I've missed in the last like month and a half. But 
I decided to cut that down and also get into other sources of media. So, you know, books, audiobooks, other podcasts, things like that, just to broaden my horizons on things because I learned so much outside of social media. On another note, aside from all of those things, I wanted to see how it would affect me mentally. What would be my mind state when I started? What would be my mind state when I ended? Things that I experienced in life in person that I saw with my own two eyes, like in the flesh, versus if I just saw it on my phone. This did make a huge difference. I would say the biggest two for me would be the end of the semester, like jitters, you know, everybody on social media when it's coming to be the end of semester, holidays are coming up, everybody's nervous, everybody's on social media talking about how nervous they are, things like that. And every year I'd be one of those people. But since I didn't participate this year, I found that the end of the semester was a lot smoother for me. It relieved the stress of turning in assignments on time and preparing for finals that I studied enough that I overstudied things like that like I think because I wasn't on social media wondering how everybody else was doing I was mainly focused on how I was doing and how I was going to finish the semester the other thing I noticed was the holiday season was really different this time around I spent it with my family we had a good time you know it was all good and everything but I noticed that since I wasn't watching what other people were doing around this holiday season I was more in tune with my own family and what we were doing usually you know I'd be in my phone looking at other people post their trees or their gifts or their family photos and things like that and instead of doing that I was actually with my family actually opening our gifts together actually being in tune with them rather than being in tune with my phone so I just wanted to tell you guys about the little experiment I did on myself and what the results were that's all that was um if you guys decide to do it I would love to hear what you guys noticed what was different for you things like that so this rolls us right into today's topic the importance of mental health days what is a mental health day what does it consist of what do you do a mental health day is taking a break from your roles responsibilities and obligations to do whatever brings you peace we should all give ourselves that allotted time of at least 24 hours just to snap back now whatever you decide to do on this day is completely up to you but just remember that this is a day to de-stress this is supposed to be a day free of obligations free of responsibilities a day to ease your mind So really, you shouldn't try to spend it doing things that you didn't get to do the week before, kind of as a catch-up day, because then you're not easing your mind of that stress and taking the time to focus on your mental health. This is something I utilized a lot in 2020, even before the pandemic started. Now, I have to say this because I'm a student more than anything. Shout out to my college students who have made it through fall 2020, because this semester, I took a lot of mental health days. It was very, very, very important that I did that. This can go for anybody no matter what your role is in life, we all get really overwhelmed with our obligations, our responsibilities, and what is expected of us in those roles. Even though we're virtual, I'll say about 92% of the time now, it's okay to opt out virtually, physically, mentally. So that can go for personal outings that can go for work that can go for school you know maybe every couple of months or something if you need the day take the day and don't feel like you're beating yourself up because you promised your friends you would go out and then when the day comes you decide you don't want to go out if mentally you're not up for it then mentally you're just not up for it you need the day take the day 
Same goes for Zoom. If you're not mentally prepared to be a part of a Zoom session, whether it's for school or for work, just take the day off. I did tell people why I wasn't on social media. When asked, I did answer. However, don't feel obligated that you have to explain to people why you're taking a mental health day from whatever it may be. I feel like now, especially we're in a time where mental health is such a big thing, it's a bit of an overstep to ask somebody why. Oh, why are you doing this? And the answer is mental health. I feel like nobody has the audacity to ask them why or what's going on or anything like that. Because then it feels invasive in a way, especially if it's not your friend or your family member, if it's just an employer or a coworker or, you know, somebody who doesn't have immediate access to your life. I feel like it's so not needed. I find that just to be considerate of somebody's privacy, just to, you know, say, oh, I'll see you tomorrow. Hope you feel better or call me if you need anything, something like that. Something that's encouraging, but not invasive. Certain statements can make a person feel invalidated or disregarded, depending on what you say and how you say it, which can result to neglect of the actual problem. I've been in mental health crises where I wish that's what I would have heard instead of, what's wrong? Where are you going? Why can't you come into work today? I do think it's very important that us as a society should normalize taking mental health days and not asking why someone is taking a mental health day. Just normalize the importance of mental health days as a whole. Also remember that kids are also incorporated in this concept. Children also go through trauma and mental health crisis. Naturally, we would think of de-stressing as doing something that brings us joy, makes us happy. But also, a part of that process is mourning and grief. Now, usually when people hear crying or see crying, they think, oh no, what's wrong? Let's make the crying stop. However, crying can be very, very therapeutic. Crying actually releases a lot of stress from the body. For me in general, I know that if I am really overwhelmed about something and my head feels like it's going to explode, crying releases the pressure from my brain and makes me feel so much better when I'm done. I know you guys have heard of a good cry. You know, sometimes you get that good, good cry in and then you take like an amazing nap. That can be your mental health day right there. Like sometimes that's all people need. You wake up, you feel refreshed, you're rebooted, you can get back in the game now. This really goes for anybody who's going through a hard time right now, whether it be a family or friend death. Um, We are in the middle of a pandemic. A lot of us are stressed out. School, work, our family lives, things like that. It may be an eternal conflict. Um, You're going through a heartbreak or you're really feeling out of tune with yourself. Sometimes letting those emotions flow, letting it out will make you feel better in the end. Take that mental health day, take that time to get yourself together and reboot. So when you go back to work or you log back onto your Zoom session, you're more in tune with it instead of trying to fight back these emotions. Similar to anxiety and other, you know, mental health episodes, things like that. Mourning is something that is going to happen regardless, whether you make time for it or you don't. So if you pack up your schedule to the point where you have no room to actually get these emotions out, the anxiety, the episodes, everything, it's going to be worse. It's just going to build up inside of you. So here we are in a new year, welcoming 2021. I'm hoping this will be one of your new year's resolutions. Put mental health days in your schedule and always put yourself first. Y'all know MOE, mental health over everything. Incorporate that in your new year. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode. It feels so good to be back. I can't wait to jump into the new year with you guys. I wish you guys a happy and healthy new year. Please, please, please be safe. Wear your mask. Continue to social distance. You can follow us on IG at You4UPod. Feel free to send any questions in that you would like to be featured on the next episode. 
This is You For You, a podcast for you, about you, to be a better you.